I'm very happy to bring you the special interview that I did with Lee Carroll, who channels Cryon's energy, on one of his Easter Island expeditions. We visited this sacred portal in 2018, me and one of my best friends, Marilia Polonio, where we developed one of our first documentaries about the portals. And one of the parts quoted on Cryon's website explains about his work and says, What the Cryon work does offer is uplifting messages from Cryon and teachings of the information from Lee. The Cryon work includes 14 channeled books. These books represent over 200 separate Cryon publications, since these works are now published in 25 languages worldwide. As the original Cryon channel, he's been channeling now for more than 30 years, and he has a very good idea of the balance of this profound information, and how to make certain there is integrity in all that he does. He says, here are the ideas I work with and explanations for some things you may see. It was one of the most important trips of my life, really, where me and my friend, we learned about the Rapa Nui portal and all the deep connection that this culture has with Lemuria and our superconscious civilizations. In this conversation, we talk about how it always started in his connection to spirituality and we talked about the new age. I hope you like it and it inspires you a lot right now. I would just ask you how everything started in your life, how was to connect with Cryon's energy in your life? I'm an engineer and that's what <laughs> I am first and that's what I was and I was in my mid-40s as an engineer. I was not interested in esoterics, uh, I was a Christian, all of these things, I had a good career, no problems at all, but I was married to a woman who was esoteric and her name was Jan Tober. She's still a very good friend of mine. And when we were married, I told her, I said, I know that you believe very strange things. And uh, I said, uh, don't bother me with the strange <laughs> things. And she did. And what happened was she asked me to go to a channel, a man who channeled. And I said, I really don't want to go. And she said, well, it's my birthday. So I went. You understand the dynamics of that? So, uh -huh. <laughs> so what happened was, I sat in front of a man, and it was a private channel, and I hated it. I didn't like anything. I didn't understand anything that was happening. I didn't feel anything. It was uh, nonsense. He was, he was saying things that didn't make any sense, but it was for Jan. 
and we had our little cassette player in the whole thing. Took about uh, an hour, and I got up and I told her, I said, I don't want to ever do this again because it's meaningless, it's stupid stuff. So three years went by, and she said, There's another man in town, he's a young man, and he's a psychic man, would you go see him? And I said, Well, okay. Why not? It's only 15 minutes, 20 minutes of reading. It's, mm -hmm. I don't have to have sit in front of a channeler again. And that guy said something that I recognized. He was a he was a, a, a psychic, and he looked at me, and he says, "There's a magnetic master named Cryon trying to get a hold of you." Wow! And that triggered something, and I went, "I've heard that name before." So I went back and found the cassette from three years earlier that we did with Jan. And I listened, and about 46 minutes, the guy says, the, the other guy says, there's a magnetic master trying to get a hold of you named Cryon. Same phrase, identical. And I then had to sit down and say, how is this possible? It's not logical. It cannot happen. They didn't know each other. No one had ever heard of Cryon. And that got me started. So I had to have something that was not logical, I could not figure out as an engineer to mm -hmm. get me to look. And so I sat down in a chair and I said, okay, Brian or whoever you are, I said, show me. And that's when I sat in the chair and I started crying. I was actually angry at the chair. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was a cause and effect relationship. Every time I sat down, I felt this heart connection. And it frightened me at first. And uh, it really frightened me because this was something, men don't cry unless you know, there's a reason. And mm -hmm. they don't want to see anybody see them cry. So I was, a, I was uh, really aware there was something there. And then it started. It took me four more years to realize it was real. Wow. Four years. Because I'm a stubborn guy. I'm an engineer. You know? Yeah. And when I realized that it was real, then it took off. And that's when I wrote the first book uh, in 1993. Mm -hmm. And the thing started moving. So I wasn't ready for it. It wasn't something that I thought I would do. Mm -hmm. I had a career. Uh, there are others I talk to that are very esoteric. They say, oh yeah, I believe in this from, from when I was little. You know, not me, <laughs> not me at all. So what this has carried into my work is I am aware of how people think. Mm -hmm. And so in my presentations, I try to use logic and science mm -hmm. and make a case, if you want to say, for esoteric things being real. Mm -hmm. did, did you, uh, do you think uh, to to do engineer and all these logical things in your life were like important first to receive this message. It's very important. I have many friends who channel. They always have channeled. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were always um, uh, spiritual. Not me. So definitely, my experiences as an unbeliever, as one who made fun of everything, uh, are very valuable. Because, I, as I say, I know what the objections are to esoteric thinking. Because I talk about very strange things to too many people. Mm -hmm. Channeling. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> too many people. And um, how was the process to believe in, in your intuition, 
to to believe that you had to like leave the career <laughs> to do this around the world. It was a very slow process. It didn't happen overnight. It took me some years to leave my business. But that was a miracle too. We believe that we actually can set up our reality. And I mean by that, that the things that we can imagine can be created. No matter what the issue or the problem, from our health to situations to relationships, they're solvable and miracles happen. So I asked Kryon, Spirit, God, I said, if you really want me to do this, you find somebody to buy my business. And I laughed because I was in a business that really wasn't very profitable. <laughs> it was just barely working, but I liked it. And, uh, and then someone came along, a guy who said, this is what I want to do. He says, can I buy your business? And I said, okay. <laughs> so that got me out of it and I realized this is what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So over time you get, you get signs, intuitions, if you, if you ignore them, it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. That's what I learned, mm -hmm. to start to understand intuition is part of you. It's picking up things um, around you that perhaps are potentials and you have to learn to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's what was the biggest issue. Now, most people still don't listen yeah. to intuition. So when I did that, things started moving quickly. Because everything, like you connected with the real, like everything is the real journey, but you connected with the, this journey to awake people to... Yeah, and everything has levels of learning, everything. As I say, nothing happens instantly. And so that was 29 years ago. So you see, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And if you compare the channeling of 29 years ago and now, it's really different. Now it's much more relaxed. The information comes easily. Um, back then it did not. So I have learned how to work with the, the whole idea of channeling, how it feels, uh, improve mm -hmm. myself, um, relax and let it happen. That's mm -hmm. one of the biggest things. Mm -hmm. And not try to figure it out. That's <laughs> the other thing. Yeah. Is that we're always trying to linearize, figure it out. Sometimes I'll tell people, I'll say, um, did you know you're an old soul? And they'll say, how can you tell? And to me, it's just obvious that they've been on the planet a very long time, many lives, they have wisdom. I look at you, I know you're an old soul. Absolutely, there's no question. You wouldn't be sitting here interviewing me. And they will come back and they will say, well, give me the, give me the reasons. <laughs> it's like they have a piece of paper with lines and a pencil. You know, <laughs> number one, number two. It doesn't work that way. You yeah. can just, you can feel it, you can tell it, it's intuitive. Yeah. And this is what people have to learn to understand, that there are some things that are beyond the logic of a linear pencil, you know, yeah. and rules. And when we let it flow, we, we are more connected because sometimes you want to like control everything. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But this is, you know, we learn this mostly in life from everything around us. They say, mm. you better control this. I mean, what's the first thing? I remember my, my, my parents said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, what do you mean? What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm a kid. <laughs> and they said, well, do you like math? 
do you like science? Do you like painting? And I said, I don't know yet. I'm a kid. You know? <laughs> but there was this push to put you in the box to yeah. say, well, you're going to do this or that. And it just doesn't work that way. Uh -huh. We really blossom into the things that are passionate for us. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I know you understand this. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> we really do. Uh -huh. And so um, it's, I feel it's, you have to be free to let it go. Mm -hmm. Really let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny that um, if you study science, which I did, that almost all of the inventions came with intuition. Yeah, and it's there'll true. be somebody who even Tesla, he got his whole his whole electric engine in his mind at, before he ever put it anything on paper, yeah. and it was like in the middle of the night. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> and this is what we're talking about. You just have to forget everything else and just let it go. You know? mm -hmm. That's when really marvelous things happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how um, how the all the wisdom of Lemuria started to come to you to bring to people in your channel. I tell you, this whole idea of Lemuria, the Pleiadian connection, all of these things are honestly, for me, graduate things. They, they didn't exist mm -hmm. until about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that was two-thirds into my career. Mm -hmm. And so I had to be prepared to teach things which are difficult. Difficult for average people to understand and believe And yet, there's logic in it, there's science in it, and we're starting to see perhaps there was a different evolution of humans. Maybe we're here on purpose. Uh, maybe there was a plan. Uh, maybe we, are, we have actually been seeded by those from other places. And those things sound laughable to most people, but now the, the science is starting to ask the same question. Yeah. Uh, there are many scientists who are looking at evolution and saying, we have put this through the computers and it happened too fast. So it, they couldn't happen. This is now starting to be shown. Evolution, as we believe it, is, was impossible in the time frame that we gave it, the, mm -hmm. the time that it had to do it. There's a, two or three scientists now looking at it. One actually now calls this intelligent design. It was so, it, it was so um, mathematically improbable mm -hmm. that it had to be intervention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we uh, all these stories are um, we that we study at the school are so like controlled. How Very is that? <laughs> right. And there's there's much more than it. And and your messages are very important because people can start to think about there's there's more than just we receive it since we were a child yes. and also about new era the dna changing like yes. uh, and it's also like a question how um in your point of view we can um awake these people or put this light inside their hearts about this well the, the first era. thing i say is what is your a religious belief. What did your parents tell you or the church tell you or something? And to get you to understand, maybe that doesn't even make sense. You have a beautiful, creative, loving God who has put you here and given you free choice and then judged you on your choice, which makes no sense at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you have all of the other things that then there's some, somehow you're going to be punished. You wouldn't even do, you wouldn't do for your children 
what we believe God is doing to us. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't make any sense. And so the first thing is to break a paradigm and you ask, could there be another reality? Could there be another truth? And the truth, my truth, and the one that has resounded in me now is that we weren't born dirty, we were born magnificent. And we do have freedom to discover things that are beyond anything we really have been taught. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest experiments in consciousness are measuring consciousness and saying, wow, consciousness actually can control some physics. And this is now Princeton University, HeartMath, they're all showing this. This is what we have taught for years. And if that's so, why is, why is it so difficult to think that maybe we can control our health or maybe we can stop our aging mm-hmm. or these kinds of things? There's things like spontaneous remission in hospitals where people are curing themselves and walking out the door and we just go, oh, it's a miracle. You never say, well, was there a reason? <laughs> Something <laughs> happened there? And it's happening more and more and there is a reason. And, mm. and it's, it's about us controlling, controlling mm. us. <laughs> not something else. Mm-hmm. So we are in charge of us, uh-huh. ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah. And we also, I, I always believe that we are, one day we are going to go back as Lemuria and be healers of ourselves. <laughs> we don't need to be healed because we have all this wisdom inside you of know, us. You know, I'll give you a very advanced, very adv- advanced idea. Brian says that consciousness has levels of vibration. And right now we are like down here somewhere and starting to raise it. And then he said, your consciousness changes the physics and the chemistry of your body. Mm-hmm. And then he said, there are diseases that are low energy that will not be able to attach themselves to you because you're a higher vibration. So many diseases won't be cured. They'll simply not exist anymore because we start to raise above the level of the disease. Mm-hmm. This is an advanced idea. Mm-hmm. We have the idea that the diseases will always be there and that we somehow are going to be able to cure them and move ahead. What if they don't even touch us? These are the things, you have to think out of the box yeah. of the bias that we have of how things might work. You know? mm-hmm. And all, um, the, the last question, it's all those people are feeling this vibration uh, <laughs> changing yes, yeah. and some of them are re- very like are still mental like asking what it's going on what how why this word is getting in the cows but it's not the cows it's the changing and what's the message for them like to um to connect with this new era, all these energies, yeah. this, to be confident that it's a change in life. I give like one message, stay out of fear. We don't like change, we really don't. I mean, you just get comfortable and then something changes and you go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? We're really not built to, to get excited about changes. And so when you see really big changes um, in, in government, in medicine, and think that you don't, you say, I've never seen that before. What's happening? Um, there's, there's fear. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, what is going on today? And yet, if you really look carefully, you'll find there's a lot of things that are changing that are really beneficial and benevolent and open the door to other things you didn't think could even happen. But still, there's fear. So I tell people, 
I want you to see a very changing planet. And things that you didn't expect are happening. Don't fear them. Just say, aha, maybe crying is right. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is something that is, it is really changing. We have things going on, and I know you know this, the Me Too movement in the States, where things that have been going on for hundreds of years are now not acceptable. And they're coming out, you know, they say out of the closet, and they've been happening a long time, and now the light is shining on them. Crime says there's more to be seen there. Other things are going to be revealed that have been happening a long time. We're going to start cleaning up bad energy and things mm-hmm. that, are, that are not good. Um, so stay out of fear. Because when you see change, most people, they don't like it. Yeah. And they, they interpret it as something bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just, I want to give you this last minute for all these people that are watching this video, because uh, the only purpose that I know we are here is to share this message, because I, I know, I feel it's very important for all the people to receive this energy, because um, it's easier now with the internet and technology to share, so whatever you feel to say to them. I feel very strongly about this. I think that your children and your grandchildren's children all will see a completely different world than we have. And the key truly is the social sharing that we have that's brand new through technology. Technology is not a bad thing. I mean, my parents would have said, (laughs) it's not a bad thing if it is used correctly. One of the things Kryan said before the internet happened, he said there'll come a day when everyone can talk to everyone and there can be no secrets. And so this is true. Everyone, there's there's no secrets. Everyone seems to be (laughs) revealing things that are supposed to be secrets. That even includes government. And so there has to be more integrity and honesty simply because we all talk to each other. This world today is going to be so different than what your children and your children's children will see. And I'm convinced that we're going to have a much better planet when everyone knows that they are family. Mm -hmm. We are. Uh, Yeah, we are. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lee. Thank you you for everyone to watch this video. And we are going to put all the links here that you can connect and see more and listen more the Cryon's messages. They're very important and help you in this journey. So, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Did you like today's podcast? Keep it up with me that I will be bringing you more inspiration and information about our development process in this new era. Share it with anyone who feels they can also connect with this content through social media, via WhatsApp or in a conversation. Tag us at emana.project and at Bello. And if you are a company that wants to be part of and sponsor this project to help expand awareness, please email us aloha at emanaproject.com or send us a DM on our Instagram. I'm so, so grateful to have you at this time listening to and integrating this energy and this information. A huge hug. 
See you soon. Aloha.